Hi guys, welcome back to the Bounce with Sam podcast. I am currently in Utah in Salt Lake City right now recording this episode. I am looking out of the beautiful mountains, sunset, it's wonderful. And I just recorded a new episode for you guys all about permission. I tell you about why I decided to eat an entire jar of peanut butter to really break myself free of this fear around losing control around this one food and how this can totally change your relationship with any foods that you fear that you might lose control around. I also share a really, really powerful story from one of my clients who was going through a similar situation about cookies and how she broke through it once she stepped back and allowed herself the permission to eat as many of them. So right now, if you are feeling like restricting or you're feeling like controlled by food or you're scared to buy certain foods or scared to start eating certain foods because you're like, well, if I start eating them, I I know that I'll just go kind of crazy on them. I can't control myself. I'm here to tell you that you can control yourself. You are the only one responsible for your choices. And I guarantee you that if you listen to this episode, you are going to feel so much better about being in the driver's seat and taking back you know, your life, your choices, and just having the permission to do so, having the permission to feel the things you do. So let's tune into the episode now. If you are not already subscribed on iTunes, please head over there, hit subscribe, give me some stars, write a review. I love hearing from you guys. And you can head over to my website, www.balancewithsam.com. Reach out to me, tag me on your stories. I love when you guys message me. It makes my heart so warm. And yeah, so let's tune into the episode now and let me know what you think. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode. I just want to preface this with this just took me about 35 minutes to convince myself to record because I am currently in Utah looking out at the beautiful mountains and Kurt is in the room um, as I'm recording. And so it was scary for me to start this video and actually record and do this. And that's all that was in my head. And so I just had to get it out there that I'm overcoming another fear by just showing up and doing the thing. Um, No fear of judgment. I'm just, I'm here. We're in this. We're doing it. So this episode is labeled, I ate an entire jar of peanut butter and I did. And I want to talk about why I did it and a lesson that I think you can learn from it. Um, And this all stems back from the idea of permission. So giving myself permission to actually eat or do or whatever the things I truly want to do. Um, And stop using the words should or shouldn't in my vocabulary because I think for a long time I felt like I needed permission to do the things that I wanted to do. And all of us, we grow up in a society that you need to ask permission. Um, You have teachers, you have parents, you have like elders, you're always asking for permission, especially in childhood. And 
now that I'm an adult, adult in quotes, um, I have realized that I was still asking for permission to do the things I wanted to do. You know, like fortunately I wasn't asking people to, you know, permission to go to the bathroom, but I wouldn't give myself permission to, let's say, eat a dessert unless someone else was. If they were eating a dessert, it made me feel better about my decision to indulge in a dessert. And I think for a while that trend happened without me even realizing it. Um, A lot of my, I guess a lot of my thoughts were consumed with like, oh, I shouldn't do that because, you know, I I just, I have a goal or, oh no, like I shouldn't buy that for myself. I don't deserve it. Or, oh, I should go to the gym, but I'm not feeling well. Or in, in this sense of like lacking. And I think that for, for me and maybe for many of you, You've experienced that with all areas of life, but the the part that I want to zoom into is food and giving yourself true permission to eat and enjoy the things that you do love because if not, everything starts to stem from a place of restriction. And when you are restricting, you'll find that all you want to do is just eat it in such mass quantities because you've been restricting. And there's different levels of restriction. And depending on how much and how long you've restricted something for, that's going to determine the bigger the binge, quote unquote. And for me, I've had a lot of restriction restriction and binging in my past. And now I'm at a place of like full permission, allowing myself to eat, do, you know, drink anything I want. And it's really empowering when you just step back and realize like, oh, wait, I'm an adult. I can do what I want. You know, like, cool. I could sit here with this entire jar of fucking peanut butter and eat the whole damn thing. So basically, I want to talk about a little social experiment that I did for myself. Um, and then I'm going to share a client lesson that I, we just had a phone call yesterday and I want to share what we went through and what she went through and learned in hopes that it helps you. If right now you're maybe binge eating or you're not giving yourself permission to eat or do the things you want, maybe that this can help you break free of that and see why you're doing that. Um, And usually this stems back from like childhood when you were always asking for permission or you felt like you couldn't have certain things, maybe from family or whatever. And now you crave that so much that it's kind of back, it's backfiring. So one of the biggest trigger foods for me has always been like peanut butter or almond butter or any any like nut butter. Um, you give me a jar, could easily crush it. And for a while, I didn't allow myself to buy it because I felt like I would have lost control around the food. I felt like it would have started to take control of me. And that was because I had placed so much power on this little plastic container of crushed peanuts. And it felt like if I brought that into the house, I had, I would have no control over it. I would, I knew what I would do in my head to be like, if I buy that, I'm going to put it in my cabinet, take a spoon, open it and just go to town. You know, it might be like a few spoonfuls here, a few spoonfuls here, but it will always end up being more than I really wanted to eat because I just couldn't help it is what I would tell myself like oh I can't control it it's just like it's inevitable it just happens and I was kind of sick of feeling like not in control of that so 
you know, I, I knew that there's other foods in my life that if they're around me, I don't feel the need to compulsively eat them. Like, for example, broccoli. I don't just sit in my kitchen with a five pound bag of broccoli, like demolishing it because I know that I can have more later. But with peanut butter or other things like cereal, granola, certain types of foods, or even like sweets or desserts, because I haven't allowed myself to eat them, you know, freely, like full freedom, full on, no matter how much quantity, I always felt that there was this little nagging restriction. So I wanted to conduct this experiment. So two weeks ago, I went to Trader Joe's, got a thing of peanut butter, and I got salted because salt, fat, crunchy is like a deadly combo for me and for most people because it's a hyper palatable food. So I bought it with full intentions of buying it just to conduct this experiment. I was like, okay, here we go. I'm going full in. I am going to take the power away from the peanut butter and I'm just going to sit at my counter with a spoon and eat straight from the jar. And I went into this giving myself like full permission to eat the entire thing of peanut butter. And I know what you're thinking, like, oh my God, you're going to get so fat or like, you're going to get so sick or I could never do that. Well, I've always thought I couldn't do it, but I knew that I needed to do this to prove to myself that I'm in control of what I eat. Peanut butter is no different. It's just a food that I've had fear around. So bought the peanut butter, bought it home, cracked it open, grabbed a spoon and I was hungry, but I was like, all right, we're good. We're just going to keep eating it until I don't want it anymore. Okay. So five minutes goes by, 10 minutes goes by. I'm still eating <laughs> the salted peanut butter. Um, I would say maybe like 20 minutes in, like, all right, I'm kind of done. And I looked down and I really observed what I just did. And I probably ate like a third to a half of a container of peanut butter. Now, peanut butter has 14 servings in it. So I ate about seven servings of peanut butter. Each serving is 200 calories. So that's about 1,400 calories worth of peanuts and salt. And I didn't feel bad because I went into it with intention. And I didn't, like my body physically was like, oh, that was heavy. You know, I kind of felt lethargic and stuff, but I actually felt okay. I was like, all right, I'm good. I, I did that kind of got out of my system and I don't even want it anymore. And I just like put it in the fridge and I was good. So then the next day open the fridge, I had my oatmeal and I took out the peanut butter. Same thing again. What did I do day two? I ate about a quarter of the container, not a half, but a quarter. So that's a 200% improvement, right? Cool. I did half of the damage. So I felt pretty good. I didn't really want any more. I put it away. Okay, we'll do it again tomorrow. So day three, take it out. Probably between two to three tablespoons of peanut butter. I ate. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Okay, put it away. Day four, same thing. Oatmeal. Put the peanut butter on. Same thing, maybe about two or three tablespoons. Day five, take it out. I take a tablespoon, put it in my oatmeal, put the oatmeal, I mean, put the cover on the peanut butter and I'm like, I'm good. I can have more later. And it hit me in that moment of like, 
holy shit, I have been thinking about peanut butter and there are a lot of other things in my life, but we'll just use this as the example. I've been thinking, I've been putting peanut butter on this freaking pedestal, which has in turn controlled me. It's, it was totally took over. It took control. And then I feared it. So I didn't allow myself to buy it. And then anytime I would be at like a social event or a friend's house or like a weekend getaway and there was peanut butter, you bet your ass. I was like, I probably had like five or six servings of it because I was like, Oh my God, it's here. I'm never going to have it again. And so I like shovel it all in like secretive in the corner or like quietly, you know, when no one was looking and I'm like, what am I doing? This is so weird. Like, why am I having a love affair with peanut butter? It's fucking peanuts. So I put the peanut butter away on day five. And then on day six, I didn't even want it. And for me, I, I, I almost was like in tears, which may sound dramatic, but it was like this, I had built up, built up such resistance and such restriction around this little fucking plastic container of peanuts that it was, it was actually causing me stress and anxiety. And it's not just with peanut butter. It was with a lot of other things in my life, but this was the first one that I really just was like, we're going to fucking tackle this head on because the only way to break through this, right, is to have kind of a little mini breakdown and like fuck up a lot. And so that's what I did. But I went into it with this grace and like full compassion for myself of like, yeah, I know I'm going to mess up. Like I know that I'm going to eat a lot more than I need to, but I have to do this in order to get to the other side and see that I actually don't need all this. Like I may want I may always want more than two, one or two tablespoons of peanut butter because it's fucking tastes good, right? But I know that I don't need it and it's really not going to make me feel that good. And it's kind of making me kind of sluggish and kind of meh. So I'm not going to do it because my long-term goals, how I feel, you know, or long-term physique goals, how I want to look, ultimately are going to be stronger than that short-term, like immediate satisfaction of a few extra tablespoons of peanut butter. So if you're listening right now and you are fearing any food. If there's a food that you're like, I cannot bring that into my house because I will destroy it. I will just eat bags and bags of it. I encourage you when you get to a place of feeling good in your body and feel like it is the right time to tackle this challenge that you go do this for yourself. Take whatever food it is that you fear and sit down with it and eat it. And what may happen is you may find that you end up, if you weigh yourself or if you are observing how your clothes fit, you actually may gain a few pounds because of the volume, because of how much restriction you've actually had. But soon the novelty will wear off. I promise you. Think about like grilled chicken. You know, if you eat meat, grilled chicken after a certain point, you're like, all right, I'm kind of done with this grilled chicken. It's kind of boring. I don't need any more right now. I can always have it later. Like it's not that holy It's the same thing. It's just a different food. And you've associated this uncontrollability within yourself. And for me, I never felt like I was in control around that. I never felt like I was in control around sweets or um, things like cereal or granola or like a lot of, it's mostly crunchy foods for some reason. And it's just a more palatable food. And because of that, I didn't let myself buy it. And so I would end up binge eating it. And I just have realized how powerful this little mini, you know, $5, whatever social experiment has been because it's not only mended my relationship with peanut butter, 
which that sounds ridiculous, but it's also just allowed me to do other things that I want to do in life. Like whenever I caught myself saying, oh, I should really, no, I shouldn't buy that or no, I shouldn't do that. No, I shouldn't eat that. It's like, why? Why do I feel that way? Is it because I don't need it or is it because I don't want it? Or what's the real root? Is it from a place of restriction or is it from a place of, no, I actually just, I'm good, you know, because there's a difference. There's a, there's a difference between restricting and not having and actually just feeling like, oh, I don't need it. One comes from a place of lack or restriction and one comes from a place of, oh, actually I'm pretty, I'm pretty fulfilled. I'm good. I can always have it later. And I think that's a huge mantra for me that's gotten me through a lot is it could be an experience. It could be a food. It could be a drink. It could be anything. Like there's so much abundance, right? There's, there's so many more experiences to be had. There's so many more jars of peanut butter to buy. It's going to be available later. And so that's something that I often have to remind myself. And I say in my head very, very often is you can always have more later. It's like, I do this little more later dance in my head when I'm thinking about having seconds or like thinking about, Ooh, should I, Oh, I really want to buy this thing. Like, why do I want to buy it? And why should I not buy it? And usually it's, oh, I shouldn't buy it. It's too expensive or whatever the reason is. And it's like, if I give myself permission and I say, oh, I'm choosing. And that's the key distinction is not that I can't have it, but that it's, I'm choosing to not have the thing right now. I might have it later. I might have more later, but you are actively in control, making an, a very, very intentional choice where you're in the driver's seat, like you're choosing to dip your spoon in the peanut butter. You're choosing to buy that jacket you want. You're choosing to go meet up with a friend, right? Like, so giving yourself the permission to just do the things you want, so incredibly empowering. And now I literally don't do anything I don't want to do because I'll just say, I don't want to do it or I won't do it. And if I want something, I will think consciously about it and decide, okay, am I going to choose to have it now? Or do I want to wait a little bit and have it later? But eventually I'm going to get what I want. And so for you, it's possible. Like all it is, is a choice. And so I'm going to gift you that choice of that you're in control and you can choose to say no to things. Right. And that allows you to say yes to other things. So I want to share one more um, short little story, and this is from a client, um, and she was having a very similar struggle, and it was around cookies, um, and I know for a lot of you guys, like, you'll find yourselves in the cabinets at night, you know, like, scavenging through, like, ooh, what can I get my hands on? Ooh, crunchy, sweet, salty, chocolatey, all the things, right? And, you know, she loves cookies, like, cookies are her thing. And growing up, there's a lot of you know emotion and meaning to them. And so she hasn't allowed herself to truly have the cookies, but she's substituted these Belvita like snack crackers, trying to convince herself that they were taking the place of the thing she really wanted. And so she told me this story of how her and her boyfriend went to Trader Joe's to to like go grocery shopping and she walked down the cookie aisle and she saw the cookies that she freaking loves. And she's like, Sam. I actually stood in front of the cookies and I was like longing for them. And she's like, it, it made me feel so weird. I was 
just standing in front of them, almost sad because in my head, I was like, I can't have these. Like, I'm, I shouldn't have these cookies. Like, I shouldn't, I, I can't have them. And she walked away and there was this, all of this emotional turmoil, like shame and guilt for even wanting them. And then sadness for not actually buying them. And so her boyfriend was like, why didn't you get those cookies? And she's like, I can't have them. Like, you know, she wasn't allowing herself. And so he ended up buying the cookies and making her eat them. And she was like, in that moment, it felt so amazing to just eat the cookies. Like, I didn't realize that I was not allowing myself to eat them and trying to convince myself that these Belvita cookies were just as good as the real thing. No, fuck that. Belvita cookies are not cookies. They're like breakfast foods that are kind of made to, out to be healthy, but they're not really healthy. And they're fucking not chocolate chip cookies. So when she had the real thing, she realized like, wow, this is what I was missing. I was coming from a place of lack. So no wonder why anytime they were in front of her, she told me, she's like, the first time he was like, he bought them home. I had like 10 of them. I was like, yeah, girl, no wonder why you had such a big, like, you know, if you want to say like cookie binge, quote unquote, but no, I mean, it's normal. The bigger the restriction, the bigger the binge, you know, and whether binge be overeat, it's, I'm using that word very loosely. It's not to say that you're a binge eater, but you have binging tendencies. And so once she realized, we had this breakthrough on the phone of, holy shit, I, not only have I not been allowing myself to eat these cookies, but I haven't been allowing myself to, th- to do the things I want. My life is full of shoulds and should nots. And I don't just do things. And she told me about this experience she had at work where she bought a candy bar. She bought two of them and she tried to pawn one off on her friend. She's like, I just, I didn't want to eat the, the candy bar if she, my friend wasn't because, well, I didn't want to just, I don't want to do that to myself only alone. And so by pawning off the candy bar on her coworker, she felt better. And basically her coworker gave her the permission to do it. She didn't say, Hey Susie, I need permission to eat this. Can you eat it so that I feel okay about eating it too? Right. But she did it with her action. She gave the candy bar to her coworker and was like, can you do this so that I feel better about doing it too? And it's in the same way that when you go out to eat and someone orders something that you're longing for, right? And you haven't had in forever. If they order that dessert or if they order the wine or if they order the app or that thing, then it gives you the permission to also do it. Just like I'm telling you the story, right? And I'm giving you permission to, to feel all these feelings of shame and guilt and confusion and like, what? Oh my God, this mind fuck that's happening inside that doesn't get talked about. And when you feel like you're not alone in that, it's really powerful because it makes you, you know, just feel the things you're feeling and not feel bad about it because you're not alone. So I just want to remind you of that because I think that for me, I didn't know that it was okay to be experiencing the things I was experiencing because no one else was talking about it and it wasn't out there in the world. And so I felt so much shame. That's the, the only word I know to describe how I felt about my actions and how I felt about my thoughts that I just buried them. And by burying them, I ended up eating more or doing more things that weren't serving me because it was this cycle. And now that I'm even talking about it, I just feel even lighter. And I hope that this also empowers you to start getting that fucking word should out of your life. So 
some homework I'm going to give you is keep a notepad in your phone um, and label it permission. And anytime you catch yourself saying like, oh, I shouldn't do this or, oh, I should do this, write it down and just be aware of how many times throughout the day you do not give yourself permission. It's going to be mind blowing at how often you restrict yourself from doing the things you want. Then when you have that awareness, that's the first step is the awareness, then you can actually start making a shift in, oh, fuck that. Like, I want to live my life. I want to do the things that make me happy. I want to eat the things I love. Because like, cookies are great and they should be enjoyed. And if you allow yourself to eat them, then you're not going to eat fucking eight boxes of them in the same way that, oh, I can have peanut butter anytime I want. So I don't need to have the whole entire jar. Um, Oh, cool. Like I could, you know, we'll use this jacket. Cool. I want to buy a new jacket. Oh, do I need it right now? I don't know. Do I want it right now? Yeah, I do. But maybe I can hold off a little bit, right? And think about, I can always get it later. Like it's not going anywhere. There's so much abundance. So I just want you to remember that. So I really hope that this has kind of maybe shined some light on why you're going through the things you are in terms of maybe not being fulfilled, not being satisfied, not allowing yourself to just do the things you want to freaking do, lady. Because when you do that, and when you just let yourself do the things you want, it is a game changer. And I can just say that from full experience, because at this moment in my life, I am doing all the things I want to do. I am saying no to the things I don't want to do and that don't serve me. I am not entertaining anything that's not a fuck yes really what it comes down to (laughs) so I want that for you and you can have it it's just a choice it's all it is is a choice and I'm choosing to give myself permission and you can too so I hope this little mini episode helped you um this is going to be on YouTube so hi YouTube fam this is also a podcast so hi YouTube listeners um if you are not subscribed to my YouTube channel please head over to Balance with Sam on the YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed to my podcast, head over to iTunes. Give me some love if you love it, obviously. Stars, a review. Let me know what you think. Screenshot this shit. Put it on your stories on Instagram. Tag me because if this is helping at least one of you, then I'm showing up and doing my job. Um, I want to give you permission to feel the things you do. And this episode being all about permission, obviously, should be helping you do that. But you know, when you feel like you're not the only person in the room that feels this way, you know, that sigh of relief, it's just like, oh, thank God. You know, like when you're with your girlfriends and you're like, yeah, I'm feeling this way. And then they say the same thing. And you're like, oh my God, thank God I'm not the only one. Yeah. Well, I hope that you had that moment today um, because I had that moment when someone else did this for me. And so I just want to pass along that gift of permission because it's a beautiful thing. So I love you guys. I hope this helped you. Um, I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day and I will tune in with you next week. Okay. Bye.